Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Hey, y'all, look, we're getting ready to give y'all some good, 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 good information today. And it's a um, it's a it's a different type of show, but we're going to go into that here in, in a minute. Camille, how you been? Been good. Been good. It's been. Um, yeah, I know I'm always busy. <laughs> I always got something going on, but it's been a good week. I've been shifting directions a little bit um, in my business, and that has been keeping me very, very busy. But I am in good spirits and I'm happy. So good, 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 good. Yeah. How about you? You know what? Been all right. Been all right. Um, I had a crazy, crazy dream um, last night, y'all. It was it was outstanding. Hey, good morning, good morning. So it was a real crazy dream. I was walking and I, I, I was just talking. Uh, it seemed like I was talking to someone, right? And just talking about the things that I wanted to do and, and all of this. And, and, and then other than, and then after that, good morning, good morning. Then all of a sudden, Hey, it was like this voice. It's, I think it was like a voice in my head, but I felt this energy was like, okay, so now what go do it like that. I'm literally just gave me the chills. You know what I mean? So in the dream, I was yeah. a little afraid. Then I woke up. I'm like, you know what? Okay. That's a sign to going out there and, 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 do whatever it was, but you know, I'm still trying to wake up and, and you know, put the pieces together. You know what I mean? But good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hey, take some time to share this, y'all. Let us know where y'all at. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Hey, talking to the answers. Hey, you know what? Maybe it was them talking back. You get what I'm saying? That's probably what it is. You dig? But um, I think that is great, y'all. I think this is a great um, uh, opportunity to connect with y'all. But ladies and gentlemen, this is the season finale, y'all. Y'all, listen, we've been doing this for a year and just getting it in and everything so it's time to to try different things right and to evolve right and so uh but when this in the show we want to talk about some things as like our highlights you know and some of the best shows that we've had and our takeaways so camille what's what's one of the ones that you you remember or the ones that uh stuck out to you so one of the ones that I absolutely love and I always go back to was uh, when we used to talk about where well, when we did the episode on hand-me-down emotions. Mm -hmm. So it started out as like um, the generational cur curses, which was an amazing one. And mm -hmm. then it morphed into the hand-me-down emotions. Like how do we, um, you know, how did we come to believe what we believed, what made us afraid of certain things. And when we peel back the onion, even a lot of the audience chimed in and they were like, you know, I've never had an experience with this, but now I realize that I picked that up from my mother mm -hmm. and that I haven't done this because it happened to somebody else, mm -hmm. not necessarily because they had a bad experience, but because they, somebody else taught them based on that person's experience and yes. they accepted that as their own truth and come to find out some of them were really missing out on a lot of things in life because they had adopted these hand-me-down emotions. Mm -hmm. And the hope was that they would recognize that, you know, the audience would recognize that and give those emotions back to the people that gave them to them, hand handed them down to them, mm -hmm. and then they would begin to live their own lives in the way that they wanted to live them. So yes, yes. from that. Yeah, th that the hand me down emotion episode was a trip. Good morning, good morning. Yes, yes, yes. Good morning, everybody. Yes. So y'all, we're talking about the, our favorite shows, right? And and those that has uh, stuck out. But the hand me down emotions was something real. And it's the one thing that I love about the uh, Facebook is that. Or not Facebook, but the sanity check is the fact that we're able to really reflect on those things. Let me see. I deal with profile abuse. Wow. He says I can't blow on our pizza because made fun of based on the tough look. Listen, 
Hey, you should not be, ladies and gentlemen, just full disclosure. I don't care what you do in life, but if you are a certified <laughs> MMA fighter, okay, and I mean, get paid to beat people up, and all of a sudden you're somewhere in the corner blowing on a piece of pizza <laughs> like this. If you don't get that out of my face, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Listen, be a man, sit there and let the let the world cool it off. You dig what I'm saying? You'll pick it up and just blow it. I don't want to singe my tongue. No, that's not going to happen. Man, if you don't get on my face, not I singe your tongue. Goodness gracious, he said, I don't want to singe my tongue. MMA fighter. Hey, listen, <laughs> streaming around the world, plummeting somebody's face, but he don't want to cinch his tongue on some pizza. Anyway, that's a hand-me-down emotion. And listen, you ain't going to hand it down to me. You understand? You're not going to hand it to me. But anyway, y'all, what we're talking about with the uh, sanity check and with that episode, uh, I think what I got from that was being able to really look at the things that I may have, uh, things that has happened to me and how I'm treating individuals based off of those things and based off of what has happened to individuals in my family, not necessarily me. So I'm picking those things up and carrying them and they're not even mine. Hey, listen, my pants ain't even made that way. You get what I'm saying? So why would how am I trying to put things in my pockets when I got different types of uh pockets, you see? So I think that was a great that was a great show. That was that was a good it, one. It really was. Um let me see. One of mine was uh, uh the cheat codes to the hustle. The cheat codes to the hustle. That was a good one. Um and I think what really stood out to me about that show was that was a real opportunity to voice my disdain or uh, I guess my hate relationship to individuals that feel as though they can obtain certain things without necessarily working forward. And I mean, I feel like I, if I can put in this same level of sweat equity, so can you. You get what I mean? But then when we have conversations, you're mad at the result that you receive, but feel as though the input that you put in was enough to give you what you thought. You know what I mean? So what you think about that, Camille? Yeah, that was a that was a good episode. It was it was kind of funny. We had a I think that was the episode where we had a whole funny moment in that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was <laughs> Seth went off on his tangent. <laughs> Sorry, I remember mm-hmm. that. So <laughs> yeah, see, y'all have to go back and well, uh, we can watch it on Roku. Um, yeah. <laughs> for that particular one, yes, yes. But you're absolutely right. People want um, they want out of it what they didn't put in, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they want to get mad at you because, you know, you're doing a certain thing, and then they want to do it, wonder why their results aren't aren't the results that they had expected, and it was yeah. because, um, you know, they didn't go through the process. They didn't learn what they needed to learn in order to get to the point or the level where you are, and even if they got there, it's hard to stay there without having any foundational knowledge, Yeah, but we did have a lot of fun on that particular episode. Yeah, it was dope. And you know what really pissed me off too? There's individuals that sipping from the wrong cup. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the type of of cup I sip from. Can you dig it? And so when you're sipping from the, uh, the wishing juice, you get what I'm saying? Stop with, who are you wishing for? What you doing? You understand? I'm just gonna squeeze and and just believe it's just gonna happen without me getting up and getting it in. What's wrong with them, Camille? I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know, but that's that's kind of where we're at now, right? People want a lot of something for nothing. You know, everybody wants, like you said, the cheat code to the hustle, but the cheat code is sweat equity. You know what I mean? It's investment, it's time, it's energy. And so, um, but that's just kind of how we are. And I had, you know, I was listening to something the other day and it was like, what's the get rich quick scheme? Like, I want the get rich quick you know, path. And it's like, okay, but if you did get rich, would you be able to maintain it? You have no idea how to 
you know, invest that or spend it or save it or anything like that. So we see people who get rich quick and then they lose everything because they have no. Exactly. And and you're absolutely right. And not just that. When someone wants a quick, rich path or even scheme, first of all, that's an oxymoron. You understand what I'm saying? That should let you know it's a scheme. So it's not going to last forever, right? But when individuals want that, they are afraid of reproducing it. You get what I'm saying? They are afraid of if it do, if, if it were cool, let me hold on to it. But if I can't do it anymore, that's that's going to be a problem. So I want something with very low risk. You understand? Very low risk. How can I pay $15 to get a hundred million dollars. You get what I'm saying? It's like a lottery. So people want a different level or a different, uh, uh, a different type of lottery. You get what I mean? It's horrible. Let me say, uh, let me see. Okay. So I like that regard, regardless of the topic, each show deals with self accountability and empowerment and change for the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's the whole case, y'all. Like when we talk about sanity check, a lot of times we talk about the people that we're dealing with because we want to know what type of world are we in with everybody in the world. It's crazy except for us. But there comes a time when you have to check yourself, right? Stop talking about how crazy everybody else is chances are you the problem <laughs> you get what i'm saying yeah, and there's been se- <clears throat> i was gonna say there's been several times where uh on the show i think that we both was kind of like oh, that might be me <laughs> hold on let me tell you this <laughs> almost every time that was me you did what i'm saying yeah i don't think y'all really understand this is not a necessarily lecturing uh podcast right or 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 video or show this is really like therapy okay i am cuckoo as a as a betsy bug you understand however i take the things that i've learned and say yo you see that I, that i stepped in some of you can still smell you understand what i'm saying but hopefully you don't step in those things if that makes sense so yes that's the whole premise of this what else you got camille um, I'm going to go to one of our Facebook um, fans' favorite episode of Love Languages. Okay. That was a that was a really good... Um, mm-hmm. I remember that was when I first kind of moved into my new little space over here when mm-hmm. we talked about those love languages mm-hmm. and how important it is in not only intimate relationships, but in family and friendships and knowing your own love language. So that you can communicate that to the people that you're in relationships with or in relation with. Mm-hmm. And um, so that we can all kind of clear. But then again, to Lily's point, there comes a certain level of accountability when yes. you someone expresses that to you. You know, you say, OK, now I understand you have a responsibility. And I'm not saying bend over backwards and disregard your own. But there has to be some kind of compromise mm-hmm. that you give them what they need while you expect for them to give you what you need. Absolutely. So that was, I think, a, a, a real good point. And a lot of people had we had a lot of conversation around that particular topic as well. And mm-hmm. people going out and doing the the um, assessment language quiz mm-hmm. assessment. Yeah. To mm-hmm. figure out what that is. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was good. That was a good one. Thank you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. CC, what's going on? She says the show has been great peer mentoring things we need to discuss and hear that sometimes our friends and fam aren't talking about. Absolutely. And you know what? Check this out before we uh, before I give you my opinion about the love languages. Uh, another key point for this show is to for us to take those arrows if that makes sense okay like individual this is this is so transparent and open so that we can have this open dialogue but hopefully can give you the skills and the keys so that you can create that environment to have that same type of conversation in your own way right because you can say hey i heard that crazy dude say blah 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 and then wait for the pause what you think about ADD? You get what I'm saying? So it's a way, hey, it's a method behind the madness, right on. Now it's a lot of madness, but there's a method behind it. So, but when it comes down to the um 
to the love languages, one thing that I remember most about it, it wasn't necessarily, hey, good morning, good morning. It wasn't necessarily how we want to be loved only, right? And being able to understand someone's only, but it was a, it can be a negative connotation to it if you're not conscious. So for example, what I really what, what what I really understood and took away from the love languages, and I said four, excuse me, it's a five love languages. But um what I took from that is let's say for example, words of affirmation is the way that I like to receive love and I like to give love maybe differently, but if I receive negative words right? If I receive my love language in a negative way, I take that as abuse. You get what I'm saying? So we have to think about that. So it is a very delicate dance, ladies and gentlemen, not just understanding what you like and what the other person like, being able to communicate what you don't like, because it's still, it's the the negative side of your love language. You get what I mean? Absolutely. That was one of those things that we talked a lot about, um, excuse me, in terms of once you know better or you know that person's love language, you have that responsibility Mm -hmm. to help, you know, show them love in the way that they have. Mm -hmm. But we also know that a lot of people do, to your point, um, use it as abuse. They'll withhold that particular type of love language, um, you know, and hold it over their heads or withdraw from them knowing that it's the thing that they need to feel loved and they they weaponize their love language now that they know it so there you go that's a, a no-no you know like my angelou says you know when you know better you do better that's and so right you have to, and it's and it's a practice because if somebody else's love language is starkly different than yours you have to make a conscious effort on a regular basis to speak to that love language. And it may be very uncomfortable for you. Mm -hmm. So if your partner's love language is physical touch and you didn't grow up in an affectionate or, you know, household where people touch, where you're like, "Mm, I'm good. I don't need a hug. I don't need anything. But that's what your partner craves. You have to come out of your comfort zone to help them feel loved, even Mm -hmm. if you feel like, because you want them to do the same for you. Absolutely. So there's that give and take and there's that sacrifice and that there's that coming out of your own comfort zone. But is the relationship worth it? And Absolutely. And, 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 you know, and hold it, again, holding yourself accountable and realizing that someone else may need something different than you. So get out, like you said, get out of yourself. Hey, hey get off your own jock is what they used to say back in the day. Right. Am I showing my age? Hey, get off yourself, because if you're in a relationship, you're not in a relationship by yourself. And not just that, it's not a all or nothing thing, if that makes sense. So if you feel as though, well, this is who I am. And if a person can't rise to that occasion, then whatever. But are you willing to rise to the occasion? You understand what I'm saying? Are you able to have that type of uh, that awareness to understand that you may need to adjust some things in your own current way of communicating your love language and listening, right? Actively listening to someone else's. So, but yeah, I do remember that. That was a good one. That was a good one. It was. Yeah, my goodness. A lot of feedback in that one right there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, what yeah. do you think about the tendencies that one was a good one too. Do you remember and that? That one was, <laughs> I do. That was one of them that I had to kind of, you know, that was it. This mm-hmm. <laughs> because I am a questioner uh, when mm-hmm. it comes to the four tendencies. Yet I hate to be questioned. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. and so I had to kind of go back. I like to collect data and facts and things like that. I have to really kind of analyze and everything. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, it's natural for me to ask questions in certain states. Yes. But when somebody asks me, I'm like, what is this, an interrogation? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Stop questioning me. Like, mm-hmm. how many times? 
is does it have to do with what I'm saying? And so that was really kind of a, a gut check for me as well. That yes. the very thing that I am is the thing that I don't like. <laughs> See, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we were trying to really give you with the sanity check. So if those of you that don't remember, those uh, the four tendencies was the upholder. All right. Now, mind you, there is a survey that you can take and to to find out who you are and if you are a blend of a few, all or just two. So the upholder is the individual that says, um, you know, it's they do make rules clear. Right. They need to make the rules clear and you do not interrupt or, or change schedules or expectations. You understand what I'm saying? That's how they operate. Then the obliger. Right. They provide face-to-face -face interaction and praise, but they do not uh, incentivize with self-benefits, okay? Now, the rebel, I don't know who that is, but you know, who will even want to be a re rebel, <laughs> right? But the rebel do provide information and allows them to choose, talking about individuals, but do not force uh, strict deadlines. That's not what you do to a rebel. You understand? You 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 do not force. Yeah, it's out of line. I don't know why. And then what uh, Camille was uh, elaborating about earlier, the questioner, right? What they do is they provide opportunities uh, uh, to clarify, but they, you know, you do not dismiss nor need for justification. So that's what that that's why she don't necessarily like that. You know what I'm saying? But she's in a way like that. You get. <laughs> What I'm saying? You so, have to convince me, like, why? And then, you know, because I have to get all the facts. You're going to have to come with it. I'm not mm -hmm. just going to believe you just because, you know, but at the same time, you know, I don't have to justify why I said what I said. No. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, and, 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 and it, I think it's so important to not just understand who you are, but to understand the type of energy that you may be putting out there. And, if there are other tendencies, maybe you can learn how to adapt more, right? Like the individual that is, let's say, the obliger, maybe they need to be a little bit of a rebel. You get what I mean? Or a rebel be a little bit more of a questioner. Okay, now wait, let me understand this before you give me all these guidelines. And I say, you know what? Nope, nope, and nope, I'm done. Let me ask why. Okay, let me help me make this make sense. You see, so if we can incorporate these different tendencies, we will be better, well-rounded individuals. I believe, I believe, but it takes practice, discipline, diligence, and a willingness to get out of our own self. Because if you say this is who I am and that's it, nobody's going to change me, that's ego. That means you're getting older, but you're not growing. So you're going to die an old fool. I said that it might not have been politically correct, but it's true. Y'all know some people that's two times your age right now, still stuck on stupid. And you know it. You know why they say, well, I've been this way. Nobody go change me. OK, but you have exactly <laughs> you got everything <laughs> you are willing to receive. You get what I'm saying? Based off of that thought. Right then, and what you think about that, Camille? Those individuals that's not that are afraid to grow and evolve. Um, yeah, exactly what you said. You are exactly where you are right now because of your thoughts. You know, your what you're willing to do or not do. And so, if you don't want to grow, I say this: move out the way so other people can, and mm -hmm. don't be trying to turn into a weed and choke out their growth because you ain't growing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't be. Don't be that person, all right? Mm -hmm. If you're not willing to grow, move. You know, and if you have no more purpose, which you know, growth and growth is purpose. If you have no more purpose, again, don't be that person who's miserable where they're at in their job and making everybody else's miserable. Just quit. That's right. Quit. Stay at home. Don't don't people. You know, don't interact. Stay out of other people's way. But mm -hmm. you know, the whole thing about the sanity check too is that. We're, we're pointing out these things to help you to develop a growth mindset, to say that, hey, you know, where you're at right now is not where you have to be. 
you can make a mental shift. You can make a firm decision that you want to go and do something different. And it's okay. No matter where you are in your life, no matter how, you know, fix you then, no matter how old you are, it doesn't matter. As long as you have breath in your body and you have use of your limbs in your mind, you can grow. Mm -hmm. Period. Mm -hmm. You can grow. So Absolutely. Uh, that's what we want to encourage. But Absolutely. if you don't want to grow, just move out the way. That's it. That's that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And listen, this show ladies and gentlemen is, is not meant for everybody so not everybody can dig it sometimes it has a little bit too much um well let's just say a little bit too much num num juice in the cup right and it's it may be just uh too uh, the, the the proof may be too high right if you think about it in lines of alcohol, right? Some people can only dig some Boone's farms. You understand? Like around some eight. Hey, so what is that? Like 17, maybe, maybe three, four. You know what I mean? I was about to say 3.4. Maybe 3.4. You know what I'm saying? Maybe 3.4. Hey, but look, every once in a while, watch this. Every once in a while, you need a little bit of mad dog. 2020, you dig what I'm saying? <laughs> A little bit of that uh that night train on your tail, but in reality, in reality, this is this is wait. What'd you say, Camille? That that hundred proof. Sometimes you just need it. Hey. Hundred proof. I was calling out some, but I don't. You know, my mom on here watching. So. It's okay. Listen. Um. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, watch it here. I'm gonna throw this out there. Sometimes, in order to see things forever and forever clear, you might need some. Ever clear, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, and that's what we do. You feel what I'm saying? This is this is the goal, honestly. Well, all jokes aside, the thing is, we want to give you the unfiltered truth. Sometimes individuals can't take that because because it will incorporate a level of accountability that they're not read. Uh oh. Yeah, they're not, they're ready, not for. ready to accept at the time, ladies and gentlemen. There are situations where we are stressed because we're not ready to change those things that we have control over. We know where the issues are, but we deflect. And we talk about everybody that's associated with the underlying issue, you see? So then we put that person in front as though that's the issue. No, no, no. See, the issue, see, once you move that out the way, you see what it really is. And it comes back down to the choices that you've made, you see? Absolutely. This is a self-accountability um, program. <laughs> sanity check checking your own sanity how did i contribute to where i'm at right now how did i contribute to the outcome and typically we all have some stake in it no matter what it looks like and so we have to take responsibility for that part and yeah. do something different that'll you know yield us a different result in the end so yes it's not this is not about the blame game you've heard mm -hmm. me and seth on here telling us where you know telling y'all where we've gone wrong and you know how it's affected our lives and so this really is about you it's a you and you thing you know what do you have to do to mm -hmm. change your current circumstance change your mm -hmm. thinking change you know where you're at the people that you're hanging around oh that's another good one that we had but anyway um, oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah, and that that was gonna be it. What what was it? What was the other one? What about your friends? What about your friends? Are they gonna be low down? Hey, see, <laughs> and, and, and you know what? I had a good friend. Oh, still do have a good friend that let me know something. Uh, shout out to Herm, boy. He said something that made sense. He says some relationships are conditional. I'm like, ow. You know, the crazy part is, you know that, you knew that, but just didn't want to hear it, but you needed to hear it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, some some relationships are conditional. It's not, it's like, it's not meant to be in every situation. That friend is there because of something, sometimes. So do you still consider them a friend? Sure. You just don't put that same level of expectations on them 
You see what I'm saying? In any relationship. So that's when you compartmentalize them, say, hey, my ace boom coon, though, right, is in this situation is this person. Nobody else can touch them. We can have any conversation in this realm of this. But as soon as we transition over here, wait a minute. No, see, they don't know how to act. You understand? Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they start getting a little bit uh, indignant. So let me just go ahead and keep them over here. You know what I mean? What do you think about that, Camille? I mean, that's, you know, real talk. We talked about this. Some some people are in your life for a reason. You know, we talk about reasons, season, lifetime or conditional or whatever the case may be. But you have to recognize um, what that is and when that time has expired. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, you know, some people are there to help you grow. We always mm-hmm. say, you know, what can people do for me? But I talked about it on one of the episodes. It might have been not that one. But Ego tells us that everybody has to come in your life for you. But sometimes they're putting your life for something that you need to give them. Yes. And so there's that transactional relationship as well that, you know, it's not about you this time. It's really about them. Maybe you have that thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't I don't get upset about relationships that have ended. I understand that, you know, some of them are lifetime friendships or relationships or partnerships or whatever you want to call the ship. Um, But ship sail. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes they sail in different directions. So, um, and that's okay. Like, like Seth just said, that's okay. Um, so long as I think, well, you can't always. I was about to say you can't always keep some relationships intact. Some of them mm-hmm. you just got to break yeah. off. Mm-hmm. But you know, you just have to be okay with that decision. You know, yeah. and, and realize that sometimes it's not just about you, but. You know, people have their own direction and things like that, and people grow and they move in, in opposite ways. So sometimes that season of friendship or relationship or partnership has to come to an end. You know what? <clears throat> and full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, one of the reasons for this uh, sanity check, right, when I first started it, it was around the, uh, the, I guess, the the underbelly time frame of the COVID and, and, and when that was happening and going on. But also, also my therapist, he actually suggested that I utilize what I had naturally, which was this running mouth, right? To go through and to help me to understand different things that I was going through at the time. And then hopefully maybe connect with other people because there was a time during that I was really going through it with the with the uh with the death of my mom okay with COVID everyone not everyone but the world knew that death was it it was pretty prominent at that time some individuals it didn't affect them directly some it did and unfortunately there was individuals that were on right a part of you being an audience really was dealing with that as well so we had a show about that dealing with the grief so when we talked about the grief aspect and then also the uh the friends it made me realize at that time when my mother always being there, I had to come to terms that, okay, the next part of my life, every day moving forward, she's no longer going to be there. However, however, what did I learn from her? You get what I'm saying? What can I take away? How can I incorporate her still in my life? So in retrospect, is she gone? You get what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So what happens is when we evolve and we grow and those relationships change and they grow, they don't leave. They become a part of us. And then it creates a different, uh, a different thing, a new thing. This thing here, the sanity check was birthed out of grief. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that this was birthed out of grief. You understand what I'm saying? And so hopefully this was an opportunity for you, our viewers and and listeners, subscribers, everybody, right? Uh, Anyone that connected with us to find something valuable that you can use to move forward. I think, Seth, you know, I think that that's powerful. 
because you you turned your your grief into something that was great mm-hmm. and sanity check has been great it's been great for me it's been great for our viewing audience people have you know commented and uh, really shown their love and support for this show so you know your grief was somebody else's you know way out as well and uh the the comments that we've gotten on here you know that it was birthed out of because we all think we're going through something alone but the moment we open our mouths we understand that we're not in this alone that Mm -hmm. there are other people through this you know and i went through my my seasons of grief on being um insanity check losing my father-in-law losing my father and um this community and, and seth in particular uh was very supportive and you know sent me my I love my little heart thing you know with my dad who's now become my angel i used to be his now he's mine mm-hmm. um and so i'm gonna get emotional yeah it's been great mm-hmm. that's the dopeness and that's what this is about ladies and gentlemen this is real life sanity check you know what the world is crazy as hell but you also have to be a little crazy with it to understand it, right? But you can't run away from a. Hey, I've listened to. I forget what speaker said this, but oh, it was um, goodness gracious, right on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, he says you can't run from life because you're gonna eventually die from it. You understand what I'm saying? So what do you do? You get up, you stand up, yeah. you show up, and then. You show out. You know what I'm saying? You show out. Hey, if it's something you want to do, do it. Hey, do it. Do it. Hey, you understand what I'm saying? You just keep on doing it and and, and do it until you get it right or at least until you get tired. You get what right, I mean? right. So, so that's what this is about, ladies and gentlemen. But understanding that within this point of life that you are growing. You understand you're growing because if you're doing the same thing, expecting something different, we already know that's insanity. So insanity. when you're crazy <laughs> and you're insanity and when you're insane, you come to the sanity check to get your mind right. You understand what I'm saying? That's what it's about. Yes, yes, yes. So what other uh, show? And ladies and gentlemen, you please tune in, not tune in, but chime in. Tell us what was one of your favorite moments or your favorite episodes that you can recall. Camille, what was one of your favorite ones? I think we had fun. I, you know, we did a lot of things about relationships and people, but I think we had fun on the uh, just friends, trust friends, must friends and, and uh, rest friends. You remember that? Oh, yeah. I think I think <laughs> yeah. that was within the friends. Yeah. 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 So that was yeah. uh, that was in that thing. But I, I like that moment. We talked about it and it was like, yeah, why are we holding on to some some, some folks? It was it was a kind of a gut check and an inventory of who we had in our lives and mm. what, what purpose they were serving in our lives. And was it time that we either need to clean off the rest or we need to throw it away and get a new set? You know, yes. um, so it was it was a, a real kind of a reflective show, Mm -hmm. um, even Mm -hmm. for me, that, okay, who, which category do my friends fall into? And do I have them in the wrong category? And I'm expecting things that they're not intended to ever give. Absolutely. So I had to go back and and reevaluate some of the people that were in my life. And I had to put them in the right category where I had them in the wrong category previously. Absolutely. So that was a good show for me. Yeah, actually, Les Brown. Les Brown said it, y'all, going back to that. But yes, those friends, y'all, and y'all remember in the book, it's like, hey, not everybody in your boat is rowing. And everybody in your boat is rowing. Some individuals, ladies and gentlemen, are renting, well, are occupying space rent-free. You get what I'm saying? In your mind, in your relationships, and it probably, hey, hold on. <laughs> probably in your house. <laughs> Hey, probably. Hey, listen. Probably right now, waiting for you to make breakfast. (laughs) Look at you. (laughs) Real talk. (laughs) Hey, what's for breakfast? Hey, listen. Real talk. Hey, check it out. You probably got somebody right now. <laughs> Waiting for me to hurry up and, and listen. Yeah, yo, yo, even the kids. You know what I'm saying? Hey, check it out. 
Some people feel like kids are supposed to stay in the house until they're in their thirties. No, what you do is you utilize all of the uh, information. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, look, you utilize all of the uh, the things that you have went through to help your kids, right? To get on out the crib. Now, don't get me wrong. There's different things that happens, right? And so this isn't a revolving door. But look, watch this here. Check it. Our job and our responsibility is to help you along the way. Now, if you trip, I want you to, you know, I want you to feel it. You know what I'm saying? I want you to feel it. Now, I don't want you to die from it. I ain't going to let you die from it. But I want it to bleed a little, just a taint. You see what I'm saying? You know why? Because when you get that scar, you can look back and say, you know what? I remember that. And it hurt. Yes. You see, I don't want to do that no more. But if my daddy, keep, all I got to do is call my daddy. No, you can't. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, call me. Find the phone booth and call me. <laughs> find the phone booth and call me. You see, but real talk, that's what this is about, ladies and gentlemen. Looking at the relationships that you've had and that you currently have, how are they beneficial to you? And are you? Uh oh, uh oh, are you beneficial to someone else? Are you enabling someone? Are you, what's this? Are you standing in front of someone's blessing or message? I had a conversation with someone the other day. I said, hey, listen, God gives us all clues, He throws pebbles. Right. To try to get your attention every once in a while, he'll throw a brick at you to get you, you know, to get you to wake on up. But watch this. If you standing in the way, <laughs> they're not going to get that brick. Hey, it might hit you. You dig? It might hit you so that you fall down to get out of their way. You understand? So sometimes you have to analyze not just who's in your circle, but whose circle you are in and what are you preventing them from achieving or growing. And what do you think, Camille? I mean, that's absolutely true. Like I said, it's really important for us to, and I don't think we do that a lot, reflect on where we are in people's lives and in our, our lives and who we have in our lives um, mm -hmm. to make sure that we're not standing in the way, to make sure that we're um, in a position to allow them to grow, that we're not blocking their blessings. Um, so I think that you, you, are absolutely right. We don't do enough reflection on that to say, okay, where do I need to move? Whose way do I need to get out of? Do I need to get out of my own way? Because we talked about that too. Getting out of your own way. That was one of our, our good uh, episodes as well. But um, so, and then also who, who could be blocking you? And sometimes you have to remove yourself from that circle or you need to take a different position so that you don't miss your blessing because somebody else is blocking it. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, yeah, that was that. That's that's a trip, y'all. We got to do that, and then we really, true, truly have to analyze what type of friend we hold on. Yeah. Not the friend that we say we are. What type of friend are you really? really? Like really, <laughs> really? You dig what I'm saying? Because guess what? You might just be messy. You sort of <laughs> hey, yeah. you just might be messy. You you might be that friend that's in you a friend to everybody only because you and everybody business. Or you or <laughs> yeah, say so, or you a friend to someone because you can you you're you're there because you're always able to get them out of different situations. You see what I'm saying? Look, they, they always calling me. Hold on, I got to give so and so some money. Do you really? See, right. are you doing it because it make you feel better? You see what I'm saying? Because a fool is gonna keep taking it. You see what I'm saying? So when are you going to have that? That uh, when are you going to analyze how much energy you have left to give? So this other show, y'all. I don't know if y'all remember this, <clears throat> but yeah, playing in your own sandbox. Yeah. <laughs> what you think about that one, Camille? <laughs> that was fun. That was fun, mm -hmm. and it's, it's it was crazy because. Right after that episode, I had to get on another um, group that I'm in. I was doing another mastermind. And the guest that had come on was talking about that same thing. Was It was like resonating, playing in the sandbox. And he, he went on about this sandbox thing. And then since then, I have heard that over and over and over again. Are you playing in your own sandbox or whose sandbox are you playing in? Because their sandbox ain't built for you. 
And oftentimes we find ourselves in those situations. We over here in our sandbox, we're looking at somebody else's sandbox like, dang, we can't get that. Why my sandbox look like, I want it, I want they toys, but we don't understand that they toys is rotting and falling apart, you know, or the foundation of they sandbox ain't built the way yours mm -hmm. is. So mm -hmm. it ain't gonna last. It might be bigger for now, but does it have staying power? You know, yeah. or is it the one that they're gonna tear down the next time? So, you know, making sure that we're not comparing ourselves or that we're we're comparing ourselves with the right people, knowing who our real competition is and not looking at somebody who's definitely not our competition. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, making sure that we take care of what we have to take care of in our sandbox to make sure mm -hmm. that is on good ground. So Yes. And, and you know yeah. what, too? One thing, too, I remember about that is, well, first, I want to say this. I believe that when you're hearing the same thing from different individuals, that's a confirmation that it was on point. Chances are they was watching it low key and didn't want to say nothing, right? And so what they did was see they, they want to repurpose it, but it's okay, right? Amen. They can have it, right? Because it's, it's for free. Nah. But the deal is, so check it out. Another part of that playing in uh, your own sandbox is watching, minding your minding your own business because you might see somebody's sandbox over there you might be looking at it lusting over it probably right but see watch this when you get closer to it, you realize see they, they might have some fifties in it see what i'm saying listen, <laughs> you know what i'm saying hey listen they might have some floaties in there uh they saying you think or hey you, you remember back they might have those uh the barbie dolls with the chewed up foots in it you see <laughs> So, so you're looking too hard. You're focusing on everybody else's things. You don't know they, 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 they insides might not be clicking, you see? So if you take the time to analyze what's in your own sandbox and realize that God has given you everything you need, oh wait, where it is, uh, everything you need to be the best version of yourself, you wouldn't be, if you utilize that, you wouldn't have time. You wouldn't have time to look at uh, Mr. Smith's uh, white grass so green or, or looking at uh, uh, Miss Parker. Hey, why are you worried about what, what Miss Parker doing? You know what I'm hey, look, look, you're looking over there, Miss Parker. You probably got your own Miss Parker. Uh oh, uh oh. See, you probably got your own Miss Parker. And listen, how would you feel if somebody else was looking at your sandbox like that? Can you dig it? See? Hey, you see what I'm saying? So planning your own sandbox, if you utilize the time allotted <laughs> to put into what you already have and to make that better and maybe look as being inspired. You know what? OK, I see how they built that bet. Let me check. my. Yeah. You know what? I think that can help. You see, you can do that, but it's not necessarily to to look into to to crave it to to desire someone else's isn't was it the covenant to to covenant someone else's you know whatever someone else's have <clears throat> whatever someone else has been blessed that's theirs you see and so if you're not using what you have been blessed with already what then are you doing wait if you're not using what you've been blessed with what do you think you're going to get Seth, I used to, I, that just took me back for years from high school all the way until I was um, some in the Air Force, had been in for some while. They used to always laugh because I used to always, when people would try to take my stuff or my ideas, I'd be like, you know what, it ain't gonna work. Because God said, thou shall not covet thy neighbor's stuff. <laughs> thou, and everybody be like, girl, you crazy? I'm like, thou shall not covet thy neighbor's stuff. It ain't mm -hmm. yours. You know what I mean? Stop looking at you do what you do, and I'm gonna do what I do. But mm -hmm. you can't take what ain't yours, mm -hmm. you know, because it ain't gonna be blessed. But it was funny that that took me back to that when I used to say that, and everybody be like, man, I'm surprised that that's not on one of my plaques somewhere. <laughs> but if you think about it, though, check this out. This is the this this is the deal, y'all. When we're looking at and thinking about being sane, you didn't utilize insanity check, and even that uh that that thought process, and even that statement. People can take it. Get that? Listen, people can take it, but they can't reproduce it. 
You see what I'm saying? So when you think about it, when you are walking in your purpose, you understand, and you have a certain level of awareness and you are now confident in what you do, you can reproduce that thing, shake it up. You know what I'm saying? Make it look, you can, all you have to do is do whatever it is that you were doing that someone took change 1% and now it's a new thing thing. You see what I'm saying? It's a new one. You see what I'm saying? It's a new one. Hey, thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> but yeah, it's a new thing. So you can't worry about, you know, what someone has taken away from you. Chances are, if you really think about it on a different level, it was probably time for it to go, but you've been holding on to it for so long. Into uh-oh, uh-oh. Look, sometimes you've been holding on to something for too long. Somebody had to take it away from your crazy tail. Hey, because see, look, you had to hang your hat on something that was outdated. Something that was expired. How can you grow and acquire more if you still have a Frigidaire full of expired milk. Why? Look, they got the data on it. What you trying to do? You can't go back in time. What you going to make? Yogurt? It ain't right. So get it out of there. You dig what I'm saying? And get the things that you need. But if someone comes and take it away from you, then you are. E that means if you're mad, really mad and hurt for so long and probably still since the 90s. That means you were emotionally attached to that thing, not to uh, being attached to your intentions. Why did you want to do that? Can you continue to do it? Maybe you need to do it in a different environment or in a different way. What do you think about that, Camille? Um, I, I think that's a good word, period. And then the other thing I want to I want to go back to something that you said about, you know, when you, you take somebody else's stuff or whatever. I said before, you can only go as far as their vision will take you. So it's the part that you know. And if you're always in the background waiting to capitalize on somebody else's idea, guess what? You're always going to be behind. Oh, yeah. You're always going to be behind. You're always going to be waiting on somebody else to do something. So then you can move. But that means that your growth is stagnated and it's going to be uh, dependent on how much someone else is someone else grows. And when the people around you stop growing because there are people that decide to stop growing, your growth is going to be stunted, too. So. Mm -hmm. The best thing you can do is to take that stuff for yourself so you don't keep getting the leftovers and stuff don't be expiring in your, in your fridge. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to get rid of that stuff and you have to build something within yourself on your own. And you mm -hmm. have to continue to grow past all of the things that other people are doing in your own right <laughs> because you can control that. You know what I'm saying? But I like what Gary said. The fridge don't get big, bigger. You have to purge to grow. You have and to. That's a, that's a good statement right there. It is. You can't, and you outgrow some of your own uh, thinkings. When you have a heightened level of awareness and the transformation starts occurring, um, there's some things that you'd be like, man, I mean, that was true to a certain extent. But now I'm questioning. I said it was something else I said, too. And I had to think about it differently. I said, because I've grown since then. Hey. Look, I had to abandon that idea. Yeah, hey, it was true then. It was you true see? then. It was, but it's true not true for then. me anymore. See, and so I'm going to touch on that, and then I'm going to touch on something else. But sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we hold on to a word that was given to us from a individual, and we don't want to let go of that because we don't want to let go of the memory of that individual. No. Don't hold on to that. Hold, hold on to the memory, but not hold on to the word that's no longer pertinent. Ladies and gentlemen, if it is thundering and lightning outside, you can still watch television. OK, I said it. Look, it's not going to turn into like the, into the poke, what is poltergeist and then come and say ah, it, it ain't going to happen that way. You understand? Technology. You understand? Don't forget, it's technology. Hey, listen, you can still take a shower if it's raining outside. It's OK. Hey, it's all right, y'all. It's okay. Because Big Mama said it. God bless her soul. But see, Big Mama, she 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 was older, but she only had second grade education, ladies and gentlemen. Okay? I need you to utilize the technology that you have to say, hold on, wait a minute. Is that true? Don't block individuals from trying to say, hey, 
Check this out. That's no longer the truth. Don't take that as an offense. Just say, oh, I didn't know that. And here I am almost 50 years old. And I've been thinking this way for 50 years. So don't be mad at the fact that you just may not necessarily be wrong, but there's more information, more uh, current information. And another part I want to say, too, is there are individuals. <clears throat> hold on. Let me see. <laughs> no, you did Strike the television on my mom. Listen, you didn't. You know you didn't. <laughs> you know you didn't. I know you didn't. And you know you didn't. But y'all check it out. Another thing too. There may be times when it's time for you to grow and do certain things, right? Don't be afraid to do that. However, and this was another show. I forget the title, but play your part. What I mean by that is, listen, <clears throat> sometimes you're just a, uh, and it's okay, but sometimes you are a Michelle. Hey, you can't have three Beyonce's. You dig? Hey, hold on, watch this. Sometimes you just might have to be Tito. Hey, you dig? Everybody can't moonwalk the same way. You see what I'm saying? Hey, Camille, you know who Jake is? Well, it's a lot of Jakes out there, but you're talking okay, about... Okay, watch this. Jake was that that other dude that was in Drew Hill. Hey, check it out. <laughs> look, see? Hey, you didn't know, but look, they was all... Tell me what you... It looked good. So, play your role. You dig? Play your role. <laughs> play your role. Stop thinking you could go out and do certain things. Hey, you weren't blessed with all that. You feel what I'm saying? Listen, I, I guess you know I guess this is going back to your own thing. I was today years old when I found out that there was a Jake and Drew Hill. There was a Jake. Boo, boo, boo. Listen, Tito was only he was playing his role. You did. You dig what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Somebody tell me everybody's middle name in the Temptations. You understand? Because it ain't important. But guess what? They can do what? You feel me? So saying all that, just say this, play your role, ladies and gentlemen, be your best self. And when it's time for you to evolve, do that. Don't be afraid of it, but utilize the time and the space and opportunities to learn, to watch Michael, to watch uh, uh, Michelle. Hey, hey, watch, no, Beyonce, because you know who is watching her, her girl, Kelly. You see now did Kelly rise to the top of where Beyonce is just like that. No, but she's doing her own thing confidently. You get what I'm saying? That's the point, ladies and gentlemen. That's the point. Yes, absolutely. He says it's about being a productive team and knowing your role. Absolutely. <clears throat> but when it's time to grow and evolve, do it confidently. All right. Let's give me give me one more show, Camille. Um, I was going to say the the other one was, what are you afraid of? Mm. And um, this is probably one to go out on. You know, a lot of people have fear of success. They have fear of failure. They have fear of criticism. They have fear of not being enough. There's so many things that we allow to hold us back from being our great self. You know, and in that episode, I talked about the what if. Yeah, we always look at the negative side, but what if it actually works out for you? Mm -hmm. What if by you stepping out on faith and doing the thing that you want, you desire to do, that you've been dreaming about, the visions that you've been having, that you actually step out. What if it does work out? Mm -hmm. You know, and when you start operating in alignment with your purpose and with all the things that you're created to do, things just start showing up. Stuff mm -hmm. starts happening. Things start moving on your behalf. You're surrounded mm -hmm. with people who are like-minded, who will help encourage and support you along your journey. Mm -hmm. What if let's start looking at the positives of that instead of all the things that we're afraid of? So what if somebody said that you were never going to be something you are? That's so right. is what they said true? No, stop succumbing to the fear of criticism or fear of failure. Failure is inevitable on your road to success. Mm -hmm. Everybody fails at some point in their life, but failure isn't final unless you quit. That's so, right identify those things and then come up with those solutions to help you overcome that failure to say, is it really true? Or is it just something that I'm just, you know, whatever, get rid of that negative thing, get rid of the thing that's holding you back. 
move forward towards your dreams. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, she's absolutely right. Yes. Asking yourself, what are you afraid of? And I truly do believe that's what I was going through last night and or, or the wee hours of this morning, having that conversation and somebody or something was like, okay, you get what I'm saying? You know, like, all right. like. <clears throat> and so what I'm encouraging you all to do is think about this. If you're watching this now or whenever, realize you've already been through your worst days. Did you know that? Hey, you've already been through them. You dig? The worst days of your life right now. That's it. So utilize those to say, hold on now. If I did that, oh, I can know I can smash this. You get what I'm saying? This ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? If you only knew what I've been through type of thing. You feel me? So there, the thing is, you cannot be afraid of that growth. And you can't be afraid of your potential. Because again, you have everything. The good Lord has poured everything in your cup. You understand? So it's up to you to sip out of it and to give the world what you have. Because other than that, no one is going to pull it, pull it out. of. Listen, there is some people out there that feel as though, well, I'm only going to do A, B, C and D when somebody asks. Why? See, you're playing yourself. You're limiting yourself or I'm only going to do this until I get paid. Really? So that means that's your motivation. OK, go ahead. Hey, watch this. See how that work out for you. <laughs> hey, see how that works out for you. You may, you feel me? So, ladies and gentlemen, when it's time for you to grow and it's time for you to evolve, don't be afraid of that thing. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know who you're going to reach and who you're going to touch. All right. Oh, and by the way, too. That member name, not Jake, it was Jazz. Did y'all know Jazz? I'm still today is old. <laughs> Drew Hill, Jazz. Y'all look it up. His name was Jazz. You didn't know it was Jazz. You know why? Because you was focused on the little one with, with, the, with, 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 the, with the platinum head. You know what I'm saying? What's his name? Cisco. You there? See? Yeah. Jazz was over there doing the same thing. Uh-huh. Get it together. But anyway, go ahead, Camille. Talk to the people. All right. So are we wrapping up? Yep. Well, we do. Okay. So um, today, you guys um, have an announcement to make. It has been 18 months of Sanity Check with me and Seth. It has been awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, I just want to say thank you guys for your love, your support, your encouragement, your commitment your loyalty to showing up here every single Saturday and for pouring into us just like we're pouring into you guys. And um, this has been an awesome ride. And, you know, I want to say personally to you all that this will be my last episode of Sanity Check. Um, so I will be moving on to do things, building my business. I'm not going to somebody else's. Y'all see me all over Facebook land, you know, but I'm building my business in the process. And I'm actually moving more towards a writing career, career in writing. So I've been doing books and landing pages, websites, script writing, things like that. So um, I wanted to tell you guys personally that this is going to be it for me. This has been a great ride. I want to say to my co-host, Seth, I can't thank you enough. All right. I, I didn't know I was going to get emotional on this thing. I don't know. But anyway, I can't thank you enough for the opportunity. Um, during the time of COVID, during the time of everything, um, you know, it was a, a great opportunity um, to build resilience in our folks. It was a great opportunity to come on here and share our experience. And you gave me the platform to do that. You know, you saw me on something else and pulled me in as a guest first and then as a co-host. And it has been a wonderful ride. And I just want to say thank you to you for everything that you've done for Sanity Check, everything that you've done for our listeners and everything that you've done for me. So thank you. It is not no bad blood or nothing like that. But like we're saying, sometimes we just have to move in different directions. And so I'm going to be concentrating on building my business and uh, creating a life, the life that I want to live for me and my family. So Seth, again, thank you so much um, for this. And thank all of you listeners and everyone who has shared. Last thing I want to say, 
continue to support the Lions Pride Network as I will be doing as well. Seth has, um, he's the producer of the Lions Pride Network. They have the Lions Den. He has some other shows on, on Roku, um, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast stations, Spotify. So check him out. Um, and y'all continue to show your support for the things that he's doing. Um, he's trying to build a platform here that has our voices that we're able to showcase our talents. So if you guys have something out there that you think is gonna be beneficial, I encourage you to contact them. Um, if you want your podcast or something like that and you wanna do it, contact them and uh, he'll hook you up. So I just wanna say thank you all very much. I love you, Seth, love you. Thank you so much for everything. No problem, no problem. So it's been an honor and it's a, a privilege right to have you on and you dealing with the the show the different uh, nuances of that so i want to say thank you to appreciate everything that you have done and contributed to not just the show <clears throat> the network and also to the lives and ladies and gentlemen that's been the most important thing understand that the most important thing is connecting with people with purpose you understand what i'm saying and authentically that's been the overarching goal so camilla i want to say thank you for that and thank you for um complimenting you dig uh the the other side because <clears throat> me doing this was one thing but adding to it was, is also another and so there is also another uh, opportunity for individuals to get in contact, not necessarily contact, but to just grow within what they want to do with their books and everything. I'm glad that you're opening up that part of your, your life and that aperture. And I 100%, 200% support that. All right. And so continue to do that and good luck with you. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> what I want to say too is, Thank you. This uh, the COVID is still here, right? Don't 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 get it twisted, right? I see people coughing and everything, sneezing. There ain't no more bless you. It's like what you doing? You dig what I'm saying? Cover your mouth. Get out of here. You know what I'm talking about? I ain't trying to die. So it's still out there, right? But hopefully, within this time frame, we've given you something beneficial. If we were able to help one, save one, obtain, or, you know, whatever it is, one life to uh, grow, to be better, or to just, you know, connect. That was the whole intent. If you didn't know that, that's what it was. But sanely, you understand what I'm saying? Because it, we can go around doing the same thing, being crazy as a Betsy bug, expecting the world to conform to us. That's not it. We just have to be the best version of ourselves, right? So I think it's a, um, I, I think this is great. <laughs> we say I'm supposed to do it. So here's the thing, y'all. Look, sanity check. Sanity check is going to take a, a different direction all right so y'all just stay tuned right stay tuned there, there's going to be something di different right there, something different and something um uh i guess i would never say better because there you you can't be better than what you have authentically did however when you let me say it, this you can grow mm -hmm. into me... something else go ahead let me say this we always mm -hmm. wish for better we never want anything to stay the same oh no That's part of growth and so i hope and i i wish you guys the best or whatever you're doing with sanity check that it is better than what we were able to give but this is the best that we were able to give every saturday but we always want to strive to do better and i'm so supporting i'm looking forward to see the direction that it's going in and i wish you nothing but the best so oh, yes, yeah better is all no, so so <laughs> no no i get what you're saying but this is what i'm saying here it's the show is one thing but what was created between us is something else you see what i'm saying that's the contents of that. So the show is just that, but you can't beat the, 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 the paramount of one thing. You just have another paramount. And that's the goal, ladies and gentlemen. Once you make it to the top, what you do? Find another mountain. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? If not, you go stay there forever. And then, hey, keep talking about it. But look, what happened is people are going to stop listening. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a privilege. I love you all. And thank you again, Camille, for everything that you have done and contributed. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Sanity Check. Y'all keep it easy. Right on. Right on. Take care.